What up, what up? This is your boy Verse. That's right, Verse Simmons. And right now they are mixing memorable music for the mature. Ja Prince plays for the people. This is your boy Verse Simmons. Make sure you keep it locked up. Right here. Yeah. My for the ladies. For the rude boys. That happens to be another segment right here on the Sunsplash Mix Show. Broadcasting from the ATL. As we talk about setting a trend, that happens to be an event that's been going on. Let me find out how many years, because you know what I'm saying? The world clash has been going on for several years. I have the one and only Mr. Chin from Irish and Chin. You did it. Yeah, I'm a brother. Big up. All right. All right. Let, 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 let's get the facts straight. Let's get the facts straight. How long have you and your partners, you and the company, been doing world clash? Ah, I lost count, man. Um, we, the first world clash was in 1998 with uh, Downbeat, Coxon, and uh, Ricky Chupa, Chilin' so, you know, from then it was when our, you know, version of the World Clash series was born. Um, however, there was a World Clash, uh, you know, uh, uh, yeah, I believe it was called World Clash, or it followed the same theme in England, which is won by, like, Bodyguard one year, and I think another sound won the following year. But the Irish and Chin um, legacy of World Clash started in 1998. We like it, we like it, we like it. Salute to everybody who's listening. This is the Sunsplash Mix Show. We get a chance to talk to some entertainers we're going to talk about the artist we talk about the selector talk about the producer but sometimes people kind of overlook the promoter how do you feel about some people in our industry not really giving a promoter the credit for moving the culture i mean i think promoters are like are, are like producers and and very rarely you see producers you know get credit for it um for me you know my credit comes from seeing everybody delighted at the end of one of my events, you know. Um, when we started off doing this stuff, you know, it, was, it, it wasn't to turn it into a business. It was just because, you know, I love Sound Clash and, you know, Irish love Sound Clash and everyone around us, you know, as childhood friends were pretty much sound men, you know. So we never dreamed of it that we would be able to turn this into a business sometime, you know, later along the line. Um, and we've evolved from being promoters after a while and, you know, moved as moved towards being producers, which is definitely something that people, you know, don't understand unless you explain to them. Like, a promoter's job is to book a venue, book mm-hmm. the talent, and collect your money. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, you come in and the promoter makes his money from, from, from you showing up. You know what I mean? So that's what promoters do, and that's what we start out doing. But we have graduated to becoming producers now so we're moving on to producing our events and and producing the events mean that we don't only promote them but we want to guarantee that talent and enjoyment is, is delivered in every show that has the irish and chin brand on it you know what i mean so when we're putting sounds together we're putting artists together we're not only putting them together because maybe this artist has the hottest song in dance hall or reggae right now we know that people are going to pay top dollar to see them but we also have to decorate other artists around that artist that will give you you know enjoyment until that artist steps on the stage same thing when we do the multiple sound clashes now once upon a time it was like book all of the big names just put them on the stage and whatever happens happens because the dance has around right. you know but now we're moving towards the fact of saying okay 
this person brings this to the table, this person brings big dubs to the table, this person is wicked with 45s, this person has a whole heap of speeches, so let's put them collectively together to guarantee that the crowd gets a little bit of everything. And that's, that's further than promoting. It's, it's producing, you know, entertainment. It, 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 you know, it, 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 um, it, greater, it makes your odds greater of people believing with a smile on their face, you know, when you think about it that way. Um, your original question, what do I feel about, you know, not, you know, pr- promoters not getting the credit? Right, um, right. Again, I- I'm one of those, I'm one of those maybe self-absorbed persons where, you know, I can see, you know, I can see Irish and Chin's influence on, you know, some of the top clash promoters today. I can see Irish and Chin's influence in the careers of some of the top sounds today. So that alone is credit for me, you know what I mean? Because, you know, I came into this next year, 2017, is 20 years that we started the Irish and Chin brand. Um, noted that I just said 1998 was the first world class. So we actually came in in 96, 97, right? right, right. So, you know, to see the influence that our brand has had, whether they give us the credit for it or not, you know, I'm delighted by that. And people who are really fair and people who have been following the industry for the last two decades, they know, you know, that the influence is there. So, you know, I, I don't need the credit. I don't need the awards. Mm-hmm. What we just need to continue seeing the influence, you know, because mm-hmm. once the influence stops, then that means your legacy is coming to an end. <laughs> and, and that's the perfect segue. There's a lot of people in our industry, just like you said, some artists don't know when the end is near. We know I'm calling them like said, so they reach the end. But then there's sound systems that don't know maybe we should park. And after we park, maybe we should regroup because we're not giving that entertainment value or that money value. So now that you have to move the generation of sound clashes, you are involved in trying to help the next generation of sound clash, right? There are some sound systems and selectors and even talent. You know, let's Mm -hmm. not even take sound systems and selectors, just talent, right? Because they all follow the same umbrella as talent. There are some that, you know, we cherish them so much for the work that they put in. We, you know, we kind of feel a way to see them, you know, going out the way that they're going out, you know? Um, and we would like to pull them aside if we could and say, yo, man, quit. You know what I mean? And when I say we, I'm not talking Irish and shit. I'm talking we are the fans of whatever you're doing. You know what I mean? We would like to be able to give you that talk to say, listen, man, like, don't do this. You know what I mean? Um, sometimes that boxer doesn't need that last fight. You know what I mean? Sometimes just, 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 you know, but... Here's the, the reality of our industry, and this is no disrespect to any sound man or any exactly. talent, yes. but the reality to our, of our industry is that a lot of our superstars live day to day, and a lot of them don't prepare for when they're not going to be the big forward when they step on the stage. You know, they think that their, their, their impact is going to last forever, right? And this is one of the reasons why you, you see that struggle for new talent to get into the industry, whether it would be sound clashing or even, you know, artists or producers, because right. the people who are at the forefront, they kind of block the door because they want to enjoy that spotlight forever. Yeah, well, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, 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 and that becomes the issue. So in order, you know, enjoy, enjoying that spotlight and thinking that that spotlight will never be over, that's where the danger comes in our culture. 
So you, you make a money, you spend a money. You make a money, you spend a money, because guess what? You're always going to be a star. You walk into the Duck Plate Studio, you're going to make $10,000 today. And when you spend the 10, you're going to make 10 tomorrow. So there's no preparation for when you cannot make the 10 grand. You know, mm-hmm. your sound system, um, you're winning a class today. You're always going to win a class because guess what? The people, them rate you and them love you. You're juggling sounds. The next booking is always coming because guess what? We made $5,000 off of the booking last weekend. But guess what? This weekend, we have two more dance for Gato. So that puts you in the mind frame of you're always going to be hot. And then when the reality hits you that you're starting to slow down, you have nothing saved, My. right? So you want to now... Um, Block the doorway from the younger, the younger artists and talents coming in because you need to scrape as much as you can scrape before you can't do it no more. And that's what the reality of the situation is. A lot of our top, you know, related to the sound system culture and the sound arena, mm-hmm. a lot of our top selectors, it's time. You know what I mean? Sim. It's time for them to, to make appearances maybe... Um, every two or three years in a clash arena. You know what I mean? Right. And then, you know, do their regular juggling performances here and there and so forth and so forth. But guess what? They can't do it because they didn't prepare their careers for the day that this is what they would have to do. Right. Right. So it makes it harder for, you know, and, and some, some of us look at it as greed. Some of us look at it as, yo, them not really young selectors, but it's not that. If you're as involved as I'm involved, you'll realize that it's not that. It's, it's just the opposite. It's, you fear the young selectors because if you let them pass the doorway, then, then you have no more food to eat. Right. And, and you need to get this last set of food because for the 15 years or the 20 years that you've been doing this, you don't really have anything safe to make you comfortable for the next 20 years. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, and that's the sad reality of the situation. Um, but, you know, the industry, despite this fact, these facts that I'm giving you, the industry has to go on. It has to propel. It has to give the birth to new, you know, selectors, new um, MCs, new, new artists, whatever it is, new producers, and new promoters in, in mm-hmm. my situation as well. You know, um, I have this conversation with my friends all the time, and, and I'll have it with you. I welcome young promoters to come in and take up this sound clash thing because it's not an easy thing. Right, right. You know? Um, we have had 20 years of practice to make it look like it's easy. Right? So in the 20 years when I hear some people, you know, sometimes you look on the internet or someone may go to a bad dance and because they go to a bad dance, they now respect how Irish and Chin puts together a good dance. Right? Exactly. But we've had 20 years to make the mistake that maybe some of the promoters are making now. So you'll never get me to, you know, badmouth a promoter, you know, um, for, for, for maybe some things that they may be doing wrong. Right. Um, the fact of the matter is that we need more promoters, Prince. We need more promoters. We need more people that's willing to go in their pocket and sacrifice their money right. in the name of uplifting the sound clash culture, and we don't have that. We don't have it for numerous reasons. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The go. sound systems are charging a ridiculous amount of money. You know, that's just what it is. Right, a promoter um, has a very difficult margin to make a profit on their investment. Right, and there are people, you know, the patrons who may not be interested in going to a clash like they used to be. Correct, correct. 
So there's a lot of different factors in it. Now, these factors to me all spell the rise of new champions. It nice. spells that we need to make a change. And I'm not blaming the, the older sounds. Mm -hmm. I'm not blaming the promoters. I'm not blaming myself. It's just the time that we need to change. So this is my um, effort and what I think the solution would be. You know, let's exchange places. Let's take the sound systems who are at the forefront mm -hmm. of the culture and let's kind of move them in back of the line a little bit mm -hmm. and let's take the ones who are at the back in the middle of the line and push them to the front of the line. Create a new energy, create some new faces, create some new slangs, create some new styles, create some new cre creativity in, with the double thing and let's see if it works. But we will never know if the culture can be preserved Right. if we don't allow other people to get into to the forefront of the culture. So this is why we say October 8th, um, Club Amazura, the rise of new champions, Boom. right? And when we say the rise of new champions, we're not saying that these are new sounds. And, and this is something that people are seeming to get a little bit confusing. Right, right. We're not saying that these are brand new sounds. We're not saying that these sounds don't have classical dubs. What we are saying is that the rise of new champions. We're giving other sounds a chance to become world champions. Nice. Right? So it should be slogan, the rise of new world champions. But then that would, that would be corny, you know what I mean? So the rise of new champions. But we're actually saying this is the rise of new world champions. So Javi T, mm. he's on World Clash before, what? but he's never been a champion. He's not a champion. Simple. Right? Um, He's not a champion of world class. He may be a champion in the juggling arena, but he's not a champion of world class. So we give him a chance. Many people say, well, um, you said that it's the rise of new champions and Jazzy T is an old selector. What we're using as the, the stipulations for, for qualification is you can't be an iconic selector, which Jazzy T hasn't reached that level yet, Correct. where we re refer to him as an iconic selector. You cannot be a former um, world-class champion, which Javi T also is not a former world-class champion. Correct. And you cannot be a dinosaur, which, of course, the dinosaur, for those who are listening and don't understand, the dinosaur is an elite class of five selectors that we cherish in the industry, which Javi T is also not a member of. Mm -hmm. So he qualifies to step on the stage and represent Jamaica, um, you know, in the rise of new champion, you know? Um, and again, you know, you know me. I love the controversy because the controversy sells. Yeah, man. You know? So I'm always going to, you know, put something in there to get people a little bit upset and get their, their emotions running. And, you know, and then I, I'll come and explain it and whether people will, will swallow it or they won't swallow it. Controversy is good. It's wow. a good thing for our culture, wow. you know? So Jazzy is there because he fits. But he's also there because I knew that it would stir up the controversy that's needed mm -hmm. for people to put, keep talking about the world-class lineup. You know what I mean? Just to be clear, that means Jazzy got the invitation. He had the conversation with you, all the paperwork, workout. Jazzy's never been afraid to join the competition. This is, this is a different level of competition for him, but he never said no. He's never been a, a, afraid to join the competition. And, you know, speaking of Jazzy, you know, um, Every world class we have held in Jamaica, and we've held 10 of them, right? Mm -hmm. And some very high caliber ones with the top of the top um, sounds um, in the industry. Jazzy's always there. He's always there in, you know, 
backstage area, mm -hmm. studying, advising, you know, mighty crowd. Yo, when you go up on the stage, you need to say this because Squinji does say that. Yo, Squinji, Panda does say this. So he's always been in the midst of the, you know, helping everyone to get there forward and deliver a good round. Wow. So he learned by just being in, you know, in, in, as a part of the culture. Exactly. So it's no... It's no surprise that now Jazzy's on the stage and he's being received well. Mm -hmm. And in the same way, no gimmicks. Let's go through the next. King Tubbies, just like you said, it's not the age of the sound, but some of the other requirements. Why King Tubbies from the UK? King Tubbies from the UK, um, it, there's a couple of reasons, right? Number one, I hear other people talking about other sounds that, or one sound system in particular that they believe should have been there as opposed to Tubby's, right? And I just want to put it out there without, you know, blowing that sound system up. Sure. They got the phone call, mm -hmm. right? They got the phone call to go into the uh, UK Rumble at the time when we were trying to establish the UK Rumble in, in the UK, right? And the only reason, by the way, that there wasn't a UK Rumble is because those of you who are familiar with what's going on in the UK right now, the mm -hmm. authorities is locking venues down left and right. So it's a, venue problems are extremely difficult, right. you know? Unless you're going to go into one of these, these big, O2. you know, Madison Square Garden type, <laughs> uh, yeah, O2 Arena and, you know, and, and stuff like that, which, you know, UK Rumble, it, it wouldn't make sense to go in there. It, we don't fit that, that, that criteria yet, right? Sure, sure. So we had to cancel the, the UK Cup Clash, the, not the UK Cup Clash, but the UK Rumble, mm -hmm. right? But we called the sound system that everyone is asking to be, you know, saying that they deserve the proper chance to be in the Clash. Mm -hmm. And... They, their response was, we're not interested. Mm -hmm. Right? So, to be honest with you, Valerie, who is, you know, my partner, at, you know, one of our partners when, in this whole sound class situation that we do, yeah. right? She's stationed in the, in, in the, in the UK. She represents, uh, her company's called Reggae Girls, right? Yeah. And she plays a good role in, in organizing the sounds in the UK because she's on the ground there. And she couldn't get that Pacific person's number for the sound so she called a friend who delivered the message to that particular sound right. and that sound man said I know what Valerie's calling me for but not, I'm not interested mm -hmm. so if you're not interested in the UK Cup Clash then why would we be calling if you're not interested in UK Rumble then why would we be calling you for World Clash yeah, doesn't make sense simple simple now Tubby's was one of the sound systems that was was booked for the UK Rumble, mm -hmm. and it didn't happen. Gotcha. Right? Also, Tubby's is one of the sounds that has probably one of the deepest dub box out of a lot of these, these, these sound systems that are still active now. Mm -hmm. I want to say that they're probably the oldest sound in London that is still extremely active. So I'm not saying that they're the oldest sound, right? But they're the oldest sound that's still active. They have a crew of younger guys, you know, our age, that's still doing their thing. And I think that they, they would be a great pick to go to World Class. They've been to World Class before, so they know what the international stage takes. And um, it was just simply us saying, okay, we're going to take King Tubby because they were willing to do the, the, the UK Rumble. The UK Rumble didn't happen. And out of all of the sounds that fit the criteria that were already confirmed for the UK Rumble, let's go with Tubby's. So Tubby's was a personal pick right. on the behalf of, you know, us examining. Again, at the beginning of this conversation, what I said to you, Prince, was we try to produce events. We don't only promote events, right? So it's great 
that we can say someone from the UK is coming with a dub box that's 40 years old. Right. right? Because we know the UK and we respect the UK for their depth of music. That's what we know about the UK, and that's why most of us, most, most of us outside of the UK, love the UK. Because when you go to UK, you say, yo, I hear some crazy tunes. Right, right. So, Tubby's was a pick next year. Hopefully, we'll have the UK, um, you know, Rumble established where we won't have to have this conversation anymore. Because the winner of the UK um, Rumble will be the one that goes to World Clash. But this year, we just decided to give Tubby the shot. And controversy has sparked over that, <laughs> which is a great thing. It's all good. And as we know, we had the US Rumble. So salute to Dapper and the whole Innocent family. Innocent sound. No problems with that, right? Nobody ain't saying nothing about Innocent. Are they the sleeper? No one is no one is saying anything about Innocent because Innocent earned their way, you know. Um, good performance at the um, U.S. Rumble, and again, it was me taking a chance with the Irish Engine brand because no one thought the U.S. Rumble was going to work because it was a bunch of you know upcoming young champions. You know what I mean? And it worked. Dapper um, and Innocent, you know, they delivered a great performance, and you know now they're on World Class, so there's no question there. I think um, other than the Jazzy T. And other than the um, the King Tubbies, the other question is um, why are there two sounds from Germany in 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 in, in um in the clash in okay, the lineup, okay. right? And why not you know other sound systems? You know, I thought it would be really good to bring two sounds from Germany because both sounds have a different they have a different character. You know, um, you look at jugglers and they're actually what their name is jugglers. You know, they're really? juggling guys. They, they have a good um, sense of humor, they're comical, they bring that humor and that laughter to the stage, you know? Mm-hmm. And they're known for customizing some good dub plates and giving oh. you that entertainment, oh. right? When you look at Warrior Sound out of Germany, um, that's a hardcore sound, you know what I mean? Those guys are hardcore, they love the dub plates, they, you know, they, 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 they're, they're gonna push the sound class culture on you, you know, in its highest, you know, in its highest form, mm-hmm. which is also a great thing. Um, we, we often have three sounds from Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we have two sounds from the U.S. So why is it a problem if we decide that we're going to use two sounds from Germany? Exactly. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just what it is. So it, I, I honestly believe, though, that when it comes to the world clash and it comes to Irish and Chin, um, no matter what we do, you know, we could have had every single sound that people wanted in there. Someone would have still found a way to have a conversation and said, boy, I'm going to like the line up because... No young youth, no United dance. You know what I mean? It, it, it's always that. You know what I mean? And we look forward to that. And to be honest with you, we thrive off of that. I thrive off of that conversation. And, you know, sometimes when we're putting these lineups together for any one of our events, um, remember we just put Mighty Crown in the Vintage Rumble and it caused pure controversy. Jeez. And what, what, what ended up happening? Every, everyone left saying, oh, I, I really enjoyed tonight's clash. They didn't leave saying, boy, me tell it's a mighty country, they were like, yo, we, we really enjoyed tonight's clash. It was a good clash, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I, I think over the, the 20-year span that we have been doing what we're doing, we definitely kind of know what works and what doesn't work. What I would ask some of the clash people out there and some of the dancehall people, you know, people who just love the entertainment of our culture is trust in the brand, brand mm-hmm. and trust that, we are always going to make the best effort to give you the best entertainment that we can offer at that time. You know what I mean? There are going to be sounds, and there were sounds that I called that just weren't available. 
for whatever reason. Maybe they never want to take the dance because they must say, ooh, shouldn't give me this world-class call. I wasn't expecting this world-class call. And financially right now, the channel manages the world-class call. So, Chin, thank you for the call, but I can't do it. You know, there were some of those situations. There were other situations where some people just were booked. There were some situations where people just said flat out no. Right. You know what I mean? So we're going to give you the best that we can give you at the time. Um, I asked and continue to ask that you guys trust in the brand. We haven't been letting you, we haven't let you down for 20 years. And I yeah. want to say that Irish and Chin, not because it's my company, but because it's factual, Irish and Chin has probably been the most, if not one of the most consistent brands for two decades. Yeah. And, and that's hard to come across, you know what I mean? Consistently, whether we are doing the, 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 the plays or whether we're doing management mm -hmm. or whether we're doing Sound Clash, we have been a consistent brand that has always stood behind our product and people who might have come to one of our events and, you know, were, were pleased about something, we're always there on the other end of the phone to work it out with them. Whether exactly. they're getting back their money or they're getting a free ticket to come to the next event. Right. So we trust in our brand, you know what I mean? And we're asking you guys to trust in the brand as well. Um, we introduced SkyJuice to you guys a couple couple years ago, mm -hmm. and everybody was like, Metro Media and our class, our team, they might do. SkyJuice won. Mm. SkyJuice won, Metro Media won, and became the first juggling sound to ever be crowned a world champion. And Renaissance, who was also getting cuts for being on that bill, delivered a good performance that everybody went away saying, boy, I never know if Renaissance was going to do that. You know what I mean? Um, again, we speak about the vintage run with Mighty Crown, same thing. Right? People were upset that they were on the bill, but they left with a joy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? People were talking about the U.S. Rumble and the fact that we're putting too much young sound. And then again, they left with a joy. And the list goes on and on and on. So trust in the brand. Trust that we know what we're doing. We have an extensive knowledge in, in the culture of sound system. And, and the greatest thing, Prince, is that we see where the culture needs to go. You know what I mean? And... The, the fight that we get comes mostly from people who want to hold on to the tradi traditional culture right. and the traditional ways, which we have kind of outdated now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. it's, it, 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 sound class can't only be about who can play the biggest dub play. It can't be that anymore because the young kids who are coming into the culture don't have the money to get a vice cartel dub. Ever, ever, ever. You know, so if we make it, you know, in one breath we're saying, yo, we want the thing to move beyond, you know, Squingy and Mataran and Lynx and Chupa and Panta them, and we want the thing to go further, right? But then the next thing, we're holding these new sounds that are trying to keep the culture going to the same restrictions and expectations that we had two decades ago. When money was running for everybody and everybody could afford to go to Jamaica and spend $40,000 to prepare for a clash, one clash. Uh, that money doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And the today's selectors can't do it. So what do we have to do? We have to make changes in order to usher in the new talent. And, you know, the, the vision that I see is allowing the new talent to play girl plates in 45s and clashes. Yeah. So we have now, you know, made World Clash a place where 45s are welcome. Mm -hmm. So for the first round, second round, third round, I believe it's the fourth round too, you can play, um, you know, 45s and dubs. If you want to play 
50% of your round in 45s and 50 in dubs or 70, 30, however you want to do it. That's mm -hmm. up to you. If you get away with it with the audience, that's up to you. Right. Then you have the round which is right before the chun for chun round when you're in 45 shot lock, where yeah. you know that the duplets have to talk. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and when you make it through that round, it means that, okay, you're ready to go to chun for chun and go into the final lap for, for, the, for the championship. But again, between the first round and the, the, the 45 shot lock round, mm -hmm. guess what? We are going to identify new talent. The talent might drop out in the third round, but we're going to identify somebody and say, yo, he never win, you know, but you know what I'm saying? Go on wicked. And the reason why we could identify them is because we gave them a chance not to have to spend $25,000, $30,000 in a double-edged studio, <laughs> but them could have spent a look at 8000 or 10000 and come with them 45. Very creative. And, and, and let's be, again, clear. There's a, there's, a, there's a phrase that we hear. We like to be clear. There's a lot of people who are giving their opinion, and everyone should have their opinion, and we're saying worldwide. As a brand ambassador, you are in charge of Irish and Chin, and obviously that means you're a public figure. Salute to Soundchat Radio on Monday nights. But now the social media aspect of conducting your business and then now being a promoter in the streets for this rise of new champion, you're hearing it on the social media status. How much of a percentage does that play into how you're making your decisions? I, I think social media is, a, is the smallest factor in the decisions that I make. And, and the reason why I feel like social media is a small, small, and I know some people are going to be upset, but mm -hmm. like these multiple chat rooms that have become so popular don't mean much. And the reason why they don't mean much is because a lot of them don't take the time to go into the dance hall anymore and, and see these selectors performing and, and see them, you know, pouring out their heart to become the champions of tomorrow. What they do is they wait for the, the audio to come out and then they listen to the audio and then they talk about which big tune was played in the dance and who deserves to be where because of the big tune that they were play, that's played. Mm -hmm. Now, if you are a real sound clash person, you will understand that even though we grew up collecting audio, Audio can be very misleading. All right. Because not because you played a three to hardware combination in the dance meant that it got a forward. Mm -hmm. But you're listening to it on audio and you're saying, yo, Chin just played Bob Marley, Peter Touch, and Burning Spear. Yo, I'm in for that world clash. I'm in my demand. And this is not something that, that we need to value. You know what I mean? We need to get into the dances more. We need to be able to be upfront and center. Also, another situation that we're having with social media is that sound systems and selectors have found themselves a career based on just being popular in social media. Mm -hmm. They're now the most popular sound system. They're not killing us on yet. They're not reaching nowhere yet. But guess what? They're popular on social media. Right. Every now and again, they put up a look at one dog with them bikes in the studio. Mm -hmm. And all of, a, all of a sudden, they're champion sounds overnight. So social media, as well as it helps to get the word out, right. and as well as we have to use it, it also sends out the wrong perception of what's going on. Mm -hmm. So for me... I'm still traditional. Yes, big up to, you know, um, Flair Lindsay, who's been my publicist for probably about 15 years or so, Solid. right? That's her job. She sells Irish and Chin on social media and sells our brand and our events on social media because she's a publicist. Me, 
I'm still in the streets. I'm still putting flyers on cars. You know what I mean? I'm still putting posters on the wall. I'm still running to the home people to buy glue and glue buckets. Because at the end of the day, once I disconnect myself from that, I feel that I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose the knowledge of me knowing what the people really want to see. And we got to also understand this, right? Mm -hmm. When you post a flyer on social media and you get hits, likes, whatever you call it, because I'm not a social media person, right? And you get yourself as a promoter into the illusion that your dance is going to run because, you know, 10,000 people you know, favored your dance, liked it or hit it or whatever the situation is. It's an illusion mm. because guess what? 99% of that 10,000 doesn't live in the geographical area in which you're staging the dance. Mm-hmm. If you're just looking at, you know, the feedback that you're getting on social media to have a successful event, then you're just lost. Right. Also, another situation that we also have to acknowledge is this. Sound Clash events, it's not about appealing 100% to the Sound Clash audience. Because the Sound Clash audience, wherever there's a clash, they're going to go. Mm-hmm. It's, it's appealing to the other people who don't care about Sound Clash. That's the people that you're supposed to be pounding on their doors, knocking on their doors and, you know, and, 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 and convincing them as soon as they step out of a club that they need to come to the next Sound Clash. Those are the people who are going to make up your numbers. Those are the people that's your profit margin. Mm-hmm. The gem. Sound Clash, diehearted Sound Clash fans in today's culture, it's probably 300 people. Mm-hmm. Dedicated, week so in, week out. It's 300 dedicated people that even if you don't put out a flyer from them, no set of dance, they're going to be there. And we love them and we welcome them. But as a promoter, you can't get this illusion that because these 300 people are telling us they're dancing and they sell off, it's going to sell off. And we see this over and over and over again. When you come to World Clash, mm. the reason why the numbers are so high is because World Clash is not only marketed to sound people. World Clash is marketed to lovers of dancehall and reggae, lovers of West Indian culture, lovers of Caribbean culture. And that's where it is. Because at the end of the day, um, this is the reason why, and I, I, you know, no puns intended for people who are listening, but this is the reason why well, sometimes you have people who knock on your door mm-hmm. and try to get you to join their churches and their way of life is because their, their movement only gets bigger when they recruit people who don't believe. There is. So, so if they can save a soul, as they say, or they can convince you to come down to their church, it's more of a chance that their movement will grow, Right. The way we're doing our culture is that we are just chilling. All of us are Sound Clash people, and we just talk about Sound Clash, and we're all headed down to the next, you know, Sound Clash. But nobody knew it's coming with us. Jeez. There's nobody new coming with us to go back to a new set of people who say, yo, listen, last night I went to a dance. It was, you know, Ja Prince versus Chin. Yo, and you should have seen how Ja Prince totally did this. Yo, we got to go to another dance. This guy's good. None of that is happening. None of that is happening. So if you look at, and I call this the, the high school syndrome, and this is the greatest analogy that I think can be, can be explained to just a common person that has no clue about sound class, right? When you go to a high school, right, 
every year in a high school, there is a graduating class, which is a senior class, right? And there's a freshman class that comes in when the summer's over, right? right? And that's what keeps the class going. In our culture of sound class, there's a graduating class, but there's no freshman class. So eventually, the school is going to be empty. Right. Because when the, when, 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 when the 12th graders graduate, right, then the 11th graders become 12th graders, right? Mm-hmm. The, the, the 10th graders become 11th graders. The 9th graders become 10th graders. But guess what? There's no new 9th graders. So what happens? Eventually, in three years, the school is empty. Wow. So we're looking at a situation, Prince, where if we don't recruit people who just love good entertainment and love good dance hall, then the school is going to be empty. But we can't recruit those people, Prince, if we don't have anything for them to relate to once they come in our school. Once they attend our school, they have to be able to be entertained by what entertains them outside of our school, which is maybe a couple Jay-Z songs and Kanye West songs, Mm a couple Soka songs, Mm a couple, you know, all of that got to be in the mix of the clashing now. Because if it's not in the midst of the clashing, all it does is become a, you know, an art form in which the days are numbered. I I hope I'm explaining myself properly, you know what I mean? Because it's extremely important for people to understand it. I know that you called me to talk about um, world class. This is is just as important as world class, Mm -hmm. right? So those of you, October the 8th, right, you know, what we're trying to do is we're trying to keep the school occupied. We're trying to keep the students in the school, right? And how we're doing this is to create a freshman class. So you guys, when you come October the 8th, inside Club Amazura, New York City, Queens, that's the freshman class. And they're going to go to the 10th grade, and they're going to go to the 11th grade, they're going to go to the 12th grade. But guess what? As they excel, others are going to come in and excel after them. And hopefully there'll be a new experience. And these new selectors who are younger, Mm-hmm. who are more fit, right, who are hungrier right. than the Matarans and, and the other selectors, right, they will guarantee, they are guaranteed to give you a performance because they want the title. They want to be world-renowned. They want to know what the other side of the world looks like. So they want to win so they can travel, right? And at the same time, what they bring to the table, Prince, Jeez. they bring the new culture, the new generation. They bring that, that, that vibe of the new generation. So a young selector knows that the kids on the street is not listening to old boom rhythm and real rock rhythm. For they real. know that. Not for two hours. You know what I mean? They know that these kids are listening to, you know, Alkaline and Cranium and Cartel and whoever else is, is you know, doing what they do. Mm-hmm. So they know how to get across to their audience. The problem is, is that our forerunners the current forerunners of the culture, they have lost touch with the generation that now exists. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That means it's... Ask yourself this. And those of you who are listening to the conversation that we're having, ask yourself this, especially if you're a SoundClash fan. What? We love SoundClash. We live and die for it. And nothing is wrong with that. But how many of our kids also love SoundClash? How many of us can look at our... 18-year-old son or 17-year-old son and say, hey, come with me to a clash. He's not going to be interested. Nope. Because he's listening to other... He's still Jamaican or he's still West Indian, you know, right? Mm-hmm. 
But in the midst of the, 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 the cartel them and the, the bourgeois them and the bounty and the beanie that he's listening to, he's also influenced by a different culture of music that's not represented in the dance hall. Correct. Current. Currently. Yes. Or, or, or in the sound class dance hall, I could say. All right. Right? So when he comes or she comes into the dance hall, Jeff Prince, they're not going to come back because guess what? Everything flies over their head. We're playing boom, 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 boom. That's not what they want to hear. 